0: Shkalim Perk Dalit Mishnah Hay 4 5. The Mishnah begins to move off topic. Since we're talking about leftover money and what to do with it, we're now going to talk about leftover katoras and what to do with it. Now, the katoras is the incense that was brought in the base at Mikdash. There's a very fixed recipe for making the katoras. It includes 11 different ingredients, which in total amount to 368 mane, A mana. Is 100 dinar to weight. You can think of a mana as roughly a pound or half a kilo, it's in that range. So 368 mana is the total batch that's produced basically once a year. And you have to produce this year's katoras with the money that was given for the machs shekel for this year, because it's part of the karbonos tibur. The incense offering is a communal offering like everything else. This is a unique unique communal offering that was brought in the Kodesh, meaning in the Hechel, the temple sanctuary building, offered on the Mizbeach HaZahav, the golden incense altar, which is inside the building in the Kodesh there, as opposed to the other korbanos and menachos and the sachem, which are offered on the outer Mizbeach, out in front of, if you will, meaning to the east of that building. And the incense was offered in two portions, half a moneh, in the morning after the Tamachel har Harbayan, excuse me, after the Tamachal Shachar, after the morning daily offering. And the other half of the money of weight of incense was offered in the afternoon after the Tamachal har Harbayin. So that means that over the course of an average year, an average year has three hundred and sixty-five days, so you'll be left over with three mana worth of incense powder. Now, of course, the Jewish year is um, like a lunar-solar year, and we do have, on, our, on most years, it's 12 lunar months, which amounts to 354 days. But we have a correcting mechanism, as I'm sure you know, where we have what's called intercalation. We add an extra month. Um, we actually add seven extra months over the course of 19 years. That's a setup, um, which fixes up the 209 days that the after 19 years we've fallen behind, if you will if we hadn't intercalated these extra months with the other Shani. So it's going to work out that over the long run, meaning over the course of 19 years, the average year in the Jewish calendar will also be 365 or 365 and a quarter um, days. Now 365 days on average, but 368 money means on average running an excess. We have a surplus of basically three mana per year. Now, it's not quite that simple. The truth is that there's another use for the incense on Yom Kippur. The Kohen Gadol goes into the Kodesh HaKadoshim. He takes Malach like two hands together, cupped full of incense. That's basically another half a mana. Okay, so the truth is that we use 365 and a half mana a year. So we're left with two and a half mana per year. That's going to be surplus. Now, you can't use last year's incense this year because this year's karbonos from Rosh Kodesh Nisan, including incense, must be purchased with this year's machs shekels that were contributed. So what do you do? So the mission is basically going to say we have a procedure whereby we deconsecrate the incense from this year, and then we reconsecrate it with the kadusha by repurchasing it with the coins that were donated from this year. Um, and that way we sort of recycle the kadusha if you will, taking off lashes, Kadusha off of the incense powder, and putting on this year's Maksashakal Katusha, if you will. Okay. Um, now it's actually a four-step process in the Mishnah. It's a little involved, but um, I'll run through it and maybe even twice if, if I feel it needs to be repeated to make sure it's clear. Here we go. So it says Mosar Katoris, the extra Katoris that's being left over at year's end. Mahayu osenba. what do you do with that? Oh, well, I should have said. It's not an option to um, do a smaller batch of Katoris. When you make your the incense, the katoris It must be made in the full recipe, which amounts to 368 mana. Or in truth, you could do a half recipe, which ends up being um, 184, which is also a possibility. Um, But in any case, less than that, smaller batches that you cannot do with the incense. So that's why we're forced um, to have this problem. So the mission says, Step one is you remove from it the wages for the workers. The workers here are referring, an uman is a like a professional craftsman. We're talking about the craftsmen who are experts in manufacturing the katoras. This is an art all to itself. And there's a family, the Avtina's family, who knew how to do it just right. And they're the ones who were paid. And we're going to use money that's given as machs shekel to pay them. This is what we saw previously in the, in the park you can pay for the manufacture of the lechem upon him, so too for the katoris. Now, confusing, get out your pencil. When it says, mimena, from it, we're referring now to money from the container that w- from which the truma was taken, in which the truma was taken from the lishka. So, although the beginning of the sentence says, katoris, when we say, mafrishen mimena, we mean we take money from the container, the alpha-beta-gamma containers, um, and will set that money aside as the wages of the workers. Okay, so put in pencil. Numenah means from the money, not from the powder. Now, that act of setting aside their wages is going to be effective in deconsecrating the machzah shekel money, removing the kedusha from it. Normally, um, to to be mechalel, to deconsecrate... Money that was invested with kedusha, you need to have a formal kinian a transaction happening. Um, but the lumbus here is that when the masa shekel is collected, it's done conditionally, as set the conditions set forth by the bezin. That from the Alta, it's conditional that this money can be deconsecrated for this very purpose. And therefore, setting in step one of the process of this of this kind of repo <laughs> um, setup um, that you'll see in a moment. So what we do is we. Um, set aside cash from the machzah shekel for the wages of the workers and that setting aside the cash already deconsecrates those machzah shekel coins so now they're just chulen, coins no longer machzah shekel coins with kedushah machzah shekel and then step two is osa then we deconsecrate it onto the money of the workers now the it is referring to the incense from the leftover incense what we're doing is we're now going to deconsecrate the leftover incense by transferring its sanctity onto those machte shekel coins, which had been deconsecrated when they were set aside to be wages for the workers. That's step two. So now, after step one, we had deconsecrated coins, earmarked for wages. After step two, we have deconsecrated old Katoris, and the wages are invested with the kadusha Step three is... Now you give it to the craftsmen for their wages. The it here is now, we're talking about the deconsecrated incense powder. So since it's deconsecrated, we're paying the workers in kind. We're giving them instead of cash, we're giving them incense. That's the value of their wages. Um, And then step four in the process is we then go and repurchase from the craftsmen the incense powder that's in their hands, which is deconsecrated, which happened to be from last year's batch, but now when we repurchase it from them, we use the coins from this year's machzah shekel. And in so doing, we invest the incense powder with the Kadusha of this year's machzah shekels. The same way, anytime the Bezdin goes and purchases something from any third-party merchant with machzah shekel money to buy cows for korbanos or flour for manachos, etc that invests it with the kedusha when it's transferring deconsecrates the machzah shekel and yes consecrates the whatever is the cow or the flour that they're purchasing etc so, so too over here when we purchase the incense powder from these craftsmen we are deconsecrating the machzah shekels that were collected from this year and we are reconsecrating with this year's Kedusha the powder that we purchased back from them. And now we can put that powder back to use as incense powder for this year's this year's Katoris uses. Okay, so those are the four steps. Um, I almost want to re- repeat it because I know it's very hard to follow the first time through, but I'm not going to because this is a recording. I'll leave it to you to replay a second time if you want to hear it a second time. Now, the second part of the mission is like a, a new point, almost like a new Mishnah. It's addressing the question... What happens if we haven't got the money that was, should have been collected for this year's Machs Shekel to do these purchases? That could happen if, for example, let's say Jerusalem's under siege, so new funds can't get in. And if we don't, even if the people of Jerusalem made their donations of Machs Shekel for this calendar year, to do the first of the three trumas, we need to have enough coins in the lishka, in the chamber there, to withdraw those three sa'a s- uh, containers three times. So that's like 108 liters Plus minus, so I said that was something like around a thousand, a thousand kilos, or about a metric ton of silver coins. That's a lot of coins. So if you don't have that and the requisite number of coins to make the full withdrawal of a, with a full three containers worth. So then what do you do? So the answer is going to be: so then, although you can't do the mitzvah of the new the shekel, at least you'll use lashes coins, and that's going to be acceptable by the evit. And that's what the Mishnah says in the context of our Mishnah. We're talking about purchasing. Ketores, again, but um, really this halacha would apply to all the various things that need to be purchased for Kobonos Tzibor. If you don't have enough money this year, for this year's collection, you'll use last year's money to purchase the additional animals, etc. for this year. And the mission says inside, <laughs> If the new coins came in time, then <laughs> So then you'll purchase... The incense that's the context of our Mishnah, but like I said, so you'd purchase the incense that you're repurchasing from the workers with the truma chadasha, the new sample of coins that were taken from the chamber on the 1st of Nisan. Ve'im lav, and if you just can't, you don't have new coins yet, you couldn't do the truma because you don't have coins yet, so then, min ha'yashana, then you'll use last year's coins, the old coins, what could you do? That is not the, ideal, it's not the mitzvah, like Achila, but it's certainly it's certainly acceptable, so that's what you do for purchasing incense, and like I said, for anything else as well if you don't have more coins from this year and you need to buy more, whatever it is animals, um, for the various Tamidin and musafin. again, you'd use La- Yal Asher's coins and that's going to be acceptable Bidyev it